Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are. Nobody said yay. I was excited, <laughs> but okay. Uh, face, face right now. So unamused. Nothing. Literally. I want a thought bubble about this head right now. The, I do have something to say. I, I, we just came from the more furniture watch area, and the Diamondbacks are playing today, and it's like it's late in the game, right? Uh, Why well, can't our game? It's start eleven at o'clock in the morning, and it's almost yeah. over. Like yes, please, <laughs> Coyotes on a. T- what day of the week is this? Thursday? Not like nice. 11 a.m. on a Thursday and the game's almost over? Our post-game shows would be Buddy, so elite. Yes. PD, they play double the games that you guys do. Fair point. Yeah, I don't want 162. Um, no. Yeah, that would be tough. But no, wait, I, I'm all for day games. Let's go. But somebody did say this Australian thing. Those games are going to be like late here, like 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Not. I was hoping for day games. That's not the case. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think you guys will be doing post-game shows. No, not for preseason. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. And we are here with Craig and Petey. Um, all right. Well, Troy Stetcher will be joining our show in about... He's on the ice right now. He is? is? He? Yeah. He's going to about- come off the ice, so... Okay, in about 25 minutes, so stick around for Troy Stetcher. Um, but in the meantime, we did get to hear from Matthias Michelli. This morning, after he signed a three-year contract extension over the weekend, Craig set the scene about where Matthias Michelli was for this for this uh, media availability. I'll I'll take the blame for it because I did ask him to flex about it, but he's in Santorini right now. Which wow, like I'd rather be in Santorini than here right now. Although. It's very hot in the Mediterranean as well. It's pretty brutal there right now, but I'm guessing there's, a, there's, nice, the there's a nice breeze on Santorini. You can Santorini. go in the water. Yeah, you can jump into the... And it's the, also uh, Celsius, so it's not as hot, right? <laughs> Isn't that how that works? <sighs> no. Let's let's get to Michelli. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we got to, as we mentioned, yeah. um, got, to, got to chat with him, talk about signing this extension, um, and ask him more about... It, and you'll you'll hear, you know, he, he talked about shooting more um, next season. But one of the first questions, pass Craig, to the back of the net, right? Yeah, pass to the back of the net. One of the first questions Craig asked was what um, what led to the production that he had? Obviously, he's played in tons of different leagues in Finland, in the AHL with Tucson. And now with the Coyotes had the year that he had last season that made him um, an all rookie in the National Hockey League. So 
Craig asked Matias what led to his success this season and what his focus and outlook is going to be next season. And here's what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, doesn't come easy. And uh, been able to do it last year, I think it was just having a good summer and uh, pretty much not rushing it too much and just believing in myself. And uh, and then, obviously, it turned out pretty well. So, uh uh, pretty happy about that. We joked a lot about the need to shoot more pucks at the net. Um, but when when you look at next season, what are some of the realistic goals for you? Yeah, obviously that's one of the one of the big things for me next year. I gotta I gotta start shooting a little little extra, and then uh, obviously pull a little a little weight on me, or maybe maybe get a little stronger, so uh, I can uh, I can battle a little better too. And then uh, obviously just. Uh, get my game a little better overall yeah gonna start shooting more we'll see we'll (laughs) see if that turns into anything um but just what was your sense of well he was a goal scorer at other levels so it's not like he can't do this and granted the nhl is a a more elite level i think we've we've talked about all the reasons behind it he's he's a special player with the puck on his stick he's a he's a playmaker i don't know if you cut those clips where you listen to those in a minute uh what goes into that sort of vision but I think when you get to pros, and Petey can speak to this more than me, and was in the room for so many years, I think you get deferential sometimes to veterans when you come up through the ranks. You're a new guy. You don't want to be the guy that's, oh, <laughs> every, anytime it's on your stick, you're letting it rip. You're, you're probably going to look for your teammates and, again, just defer to them a little more than usual. Yeah, for sure. But that's part of it is the is deferring to the teammates, let them get the puck. And there were veteran players that demand, like Keith Kachuk, you'd heard. Yeah. There's there's two rules. Rule number one is passed to me. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. <laughs> big so, Walt. <laughs> yeah, Big Walt, don't. So that, that exists. But I think the other part of Michelli's game with his ability to make the passes that he does make I think that, yeah, it's okay if you're moving the puck and passing the puck. His passing is elite, mm-hmm. his ability to find plays. The the thing I'm wondering about with Michelli with this new contract is what does it put on the expectations? And, and I know it shouldn't be about money, but he's paid as a top six forward right now. Yep. So he needs to play like a toxic top six forward. Now, where does he slot in? Is he playing on the third line or where's, where does that happen? I think, you know, training camp will determine that, but now he's just under, if you look at his, he's just under what you're paying, you know, not a little bit less than Kerfoot, but Krause, he's just under these guys that you got, you got to perform. So there's added pressure on that side of it. I think it's great. You're making your money, but I'm curious to see how he handles that now that he is making the money, because we talked about that with Oliver Ackman Larson when he got that big contract that added pressure to how he performs. So we'll see how Michelle handles that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Craig did ask him about his vision on the ice because, you know, when you're on the ice, when you're determining whether to shoot or make a play, we've seen not only that he has the ability to make plays, but make plays at a high level, um, mm-hmm. leading all rookies and assist, just an assist machine for this team last season. And, you know, as much as we give him crap about not shooting, like his playmaking ability is elite. Um, so as for his vision on the ice, this is what Matias Michelli had to say. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, uh, it's always been a part of my game. It's just, uh, try to try to look for a pass, trying to, see someone back door open and maybe maybe not particularly look look for the shot that much. Uh, but you know in in uh, in the National Hockey League you have to, sometimes you just have to shoot because there's there isn't the perfect play every time. So 
uh, looking to improve on that this this next year for a bit. But uh, obviously, when there's a play to make, I'm I'm most likely gonna make it. And that's the key for me with what you were saying, PD. Too like it's it's okay to be moving the puck. It's okay to be making elite plays. You you want that kind of uh, player on your team. But there were instances where he should have shot the puck. There were instances where he had the best play. The best play was to shoot the puck. And he passed on it sometime. So and I think he understands that Andre has driven home that message. So it'll be interesting to see if he can actually implement that change in his game. Yeah, and it's not, the interesting thing to me is where he's going to slot out in the lineup through training camp because you saw how he played and how well he played with Lawson Krause and their ability to find each other on the ice. It was a really good pair, a tandem together. I'm curious to see if day one of training camp that those two players if they start out together because now there's so many more options up front than they had a year yeah. ago to see if you know you got to get Kerfoot in there you get Zucker in there so w- yeah. where do they fit in the line Boogie fit well between them yeah you know? so yeah, yeah and, and Boogie was there great to start yeah. and then when he left McBain filled right in yeah. and that line then that line was really successful so you're right I would love to see Bugstead with Krause and Michelli to start start training camp and then you start talking about the depth of this forward group now is that your second line or is that your third line and some days that might be your first line because they might be the most productive line. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see with the addition of these forwards, and I think that's where Michelli taking a step forward this year is really going to help the depth of their forward 12. Yeah, I feel like we could literally do a show every day till the season where we just come up with a different lineup every single day. Yeah. And somehow none of them will be correct. They do that in the Discord if you want to see yeah. it. They, <laughs> they do. Yes, they do. They do that in the Discord. But what I thought was interesting, um, you know, when again, back to Michelli's passing abilities, um, he, he made a really good point about how he's become so proficient in his passing. Um, and you, you'll see it here in this clip. So, yeah, I asked him if it, you know, you, yeah. you hear about vision all the time. Like, can, can you work on vision? I mean, you can to an extent, I guess. Um, in some drills, yeah, but it some of it, some it of it's developed? innate. You it just, is innate. Yeah, you just have that Especially ability. Especially the so. pace that that's happened. At. Like you look yeah. at the American League and his ability to put up points down in Tucson, but then you go to the NHL and you that things happen so much faster in the National Hockey League. But him to carry that part of his game and didn't miss a beat from a step from Tucson to the NHL was really impressive. And you go back last season and watch some of his assists mm-hmm. and some of the plays he made, the no look passes. And he, especially when they were on the second group of the power play, his no look passes that fooled defending goaltenders and the defensemen uh, on the penalty kill. They bit on his no look, and, and it, he was able to set up really pretty goals. I, he's impressive. This kid's a really good hockey player. So when you look at that contract and you see a guy making over $3 million a year, he deserves it. And I think people around the league. We'll start to know his name. I think last year was the introduction, but I think you're going to start yeah, to know no, who Matias def- Michelli is. He's definitely getting starting to get that, that national attention. And something he was also asked about in this press conference um, was about like, do you feel like now that you're w- more well known that it's going to be even harder because now teams are going to know who you are and try and defend you in a different way, and yeah. that's that's incredibly valid too. So I think that we'll have to see if he takes a step forward um, this season, continues to ride that wave up, or if he's going to have a little, you know, you call it the sophomore slump when taking a step back because teams are going to approach him differently. Yeah, and that's what Andre's talking about, where you can't be a trick, one-trick pony with with the playmaking. You, you got to add things to your arsenal because the league adjusts you. And we saw that with Clayton Keller, too, his second mm-hmm. year. His first year, he put up some really good numbers, and then teams the next year go, oh, we better keep an eye on this number nine. This kid can play. Yeah. Does Michelli get some of that 
um, in this second season. The one thing I think that is, is fortunate for him is at that time, Keller was the guy. Like Keller was still a top-line winger, putting up those kind of numbers in his second sophomore season. Michelli doesn't have that kind of pressure because Keller, guess what? He's, he's still, still here, guy, yeah. and he's still the guy. So I, I think Michelli, it's hard to defend that. And then you put a second line together, whether you, that's where Zucker or Kerfoot or Big Bane or whoever this shakes out. Uh, when I say second, I mean another line, not necessarily second in the depth chart. So you have those. You can't you can't defend against everybody. Like you, you can't put up your top defending forwards and defensemen against everybody. So I think he is still going to get his opportunities. Um, curious to see if he gets more power play time this season mm-hmm. with the additions to this lineup or if he's still going to be on the on that second power play group. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but I do want to, sure. play, to play the clip where he talks about um, why he passed so much. And, and the question was, is this innate or something practice? And you might be surprised a little bit by his answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know, but... I don't see it coming from drills or anything. It's just being a kid and playing around and uh, sometimes having not a goalie. So you, there's no, no point of shooting in practice. You're just trying to make plays and having fun with the guys. And uh, I think that's that's where it comes from. I love that. Like, there's no there's no goalie in practice, so might as well just try and make plays. That's what they said when Craig and I were at practice. <laughs> there, there's, there's no, no goalie. goalie. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my god. Sorry, Craig. That's yeah. right, buddy. It's uh, true, though. True on many levels. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, just most of all, after watching that, I, I'd really like to be in Santorini. Yeah. Right what now. the hell? The hell? <sighs> also, like at Coyotes' weddings worldwide, when right. we had Bukestad like, on, he was just at Troy Stetcher's wedding, and in the press conference, Michelli said that he was just at Valamaki's wedding, um, and then I think the Kraus wedding is this week. So just this and Kerfoot. We talked about this yesterday's season. show. We were talking about wedding, and we need to have a wedding show, right? Yeah. Was that yesterday? No, that was. It was sometime Tuesday. Wait, whatever. It was sometime in a week in the week <laughs> that we needed to talk about weddings. We we need to do this. Could be another segment. This destination wedding thing. It's great when all your friends are millionaires. But what if you're not? Hey, let's fly to Santorini for the weekend, buddy. And I'm supposed Niagara to you, Falls, buddy. Yeah, a toaster <laughs> on top of that too. Let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> really? Here's a toaster and a serving set. Like bite me. Like that's no. I got here. That's enough. Yeah. I had a friend who got married in Bermuda. I was like really, but, but, but so my Come vacation on. has to be your weddings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was fun. Uh, can we Zoom weddings? Santorini, we, there, Zoom weddings were a thing. Well, or? let's do it again. I don't even have to change clothes. I can just get my. I can just put like a little tie on. Go. We, had, we had sixty people on Zoom for our wedding. Perfect. There was only fifteen people. I, I attended Perfect. a Zoom wedding in February twenty twenty one. Perfect. Yeah, I'm um, all in. Here's God, that's brilliant. You know, you know, it doesn't need to be a toaster, PD. A good universal gift could be. Wink. You know, it's funny that you talk about wink and wink should be at weddings because when you run hot like me, a little <laughs> bit of wink goes a long way. Did you know that? It, so what is wink? People don't know what wink is. Wink's a new sponsor. And we got the wink cans right here. So you get to see them. Oh, how big a wink can is. It's like one of those mini soda cans you get at the store. It is a seltzer with a wink of THC. <laughs> how high will it get you? Just a wink. And, and and just a wink, and that's why, they, again, they call it wink. It's summer's not a spectator sport, so grab an ice-cold wink and go play. And I will say this, because we talk about these different products, and I wanted to try it. I, am, I don't THC or CBD, but I winked. And I will say this, and it's for people that haven't tried it. This is 100% real. This is my true story. It's what happened to me. I run hot. I am very anxious and people talk about my anxiety here often. 
Um, so I winked. And I will say this. I wasn't intoxicated. I wasn't impaired. I was just chill. And How'd it, you get home from Tijuana? It didn't, <laughs> it didn't calm me he down. He literally texted me like, I, yes. I, I wink, dot, 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 chill. Yeah, chill. So, so for people that are have never experimented with THC or CBD, this and this why this is a good product because it's called a microdose, which means it's a small dose. It's not like gummies are at 10, 10 milligrams. This is 2.5. So an entire can, you can drink it over five, 10 minutes. Great. It's just seltzer water, no calories, no carbohydrates. And 10 to 15 minutes later, you're just relaxed. It was it it's great at the end of the day of work. So now I'm at the end of a busy day of work. I just sit and I wink. So anyway, wink. And I, I'm sincerely, if you got high anxiety. And you just want to get that little bit of chill. Don't be afraid. Try Wink. It's available in either 2.5 or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink, W-Y-N-K, at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary down in Tucson. There are now 12 states nationwide. And even recently, they have launched an online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen other states. To find the fastest way to get your hands on one, Go to drinkwink, that's D-R-I-N-K-W-Y-N-K.com, drinkwink.com, and that's wink. And while you're at the dispensary, um, pick up a bag of our friends at OG's, delicious gummies, um, something for everybody, sleep edition, CBD, THC, one-to-one ratio with the Happy Balance gummy. They have the mixed bags of the fruits and the creams, indica, sativa, and of course the new pink lemonade flavor that just dropped june 21st which is limited edition so get it before it's gone flavoring life and what is what ogs is all about and they make it so much easier with their wide range of flavors and functions no matter what it is you need ogs has a gummy for it check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products at your local dispensary you must be 21 or older to purchase all right. Well, extremely or actually early and punctual and perfect for this show. <laughs> yeah. um, we are now joined by returning Arizona Coyotes defenseman, Troy Stetcher. Troy, welcome to the PHNX Coyotes show. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, second time, I think. So awesome. yeah. good to be back. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, where You seem to be in a car. Where in the world are you right now? <laughs> I'm in Vancouver, my hometown. I actually just got off the ice, so uh, the gear's in the back seat. <laughs> I to make this work, so. No, yeah. you're oh, good. It looks good. Perfect. 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 Great perfect. shot. You can, you can tell Nick Bukes that, that as a, this is a way better shot than he gave us the other day. But not as good. We just had Matthias Michelli on, and Matthias Michelli's. Was it, well, I believe you he were was just, in Santorini. You were just in Greece, too, I think. Yeah, I was uh, there with uh, Chelly uh, and JJ Moser for Valamaki's wedding. So um, it was a great time to go celebrate, uh, you know, his marriage with Vilma, and then obviously see some of the guys. So it was a it's a great vacation. I got to ask you something though, Stetch. When you go to a wedding like that, and we've often talked about your drip, and we're going to talk about your drip <laughs> oh, later. It is. We're going to talk there about it, it again later. But so, what is there added pressure for you? At a wedding like this, that, that buddy, I gotta bring it. Like I gotta bring it. This is a European wedding. I better show up. Uh, it's a touchy subject. My suitcase didn't make it to Santorini. Oh no! no! Had to go shopping. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, my so God. T- touchy subject. Still kind of uh, trying to figure out where it is. They're oh, t-shirt at the lobby bar. Oh no! Oh, it's still missing. Wait, it's still missing. Yeah, basically swim trunks for three days and um, oh. just rip the tarp off. You know? Just go no shirt. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh boy. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. man. Well, let's let's stick with fashion um, for a minute while we're on the subject. Um, it was a big discussion with you last season when you walked and talked with Petey. It, it was mentioned, um, and this question, I just have to like read it verbatim that Craig wrote out. <laughs> Do you sense potential treason around you? Will others try to steal your throne, and who is most likely? <laughs> you are the fashion king of the Coyotes, so we need to know who's coming for you. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of the guys on the team actually have good style. Like Keller's got some really good swag. Um, that segment I did last year, I think Valley's definitely like stepped up his game. Mosey. Um, I think Josh Brown's like really sharp dress, not too flashy, but he's a good looking dude. So, well, the one that um, the one that came I to mind, guys, to like step up their game, I think it, it helps out. Yeah. The one guy that said he had taken over your throne and he was the guy then was Obi O'Brien. When you left, O'Brien said he was the guy. He had the hat game <laughs> yeah, and he said he nice was suits. the guy. So he's, yeah, he's coming for you. Suits. That's all right. <laughs> I I uh, I encourage him to. I encourage the challenge, and um, I don't know. And the more guys that dress well, I, I think uh, there's no harm in that. You look good, feel good, play good. Absolutely. So I want to follow up on this wedding thing because we were just talking about this before you got here. When you go to a wedding in Greece, it's it's obviously not a cheap venture. Like, how obligated do you feel with the <laughs> gift at that point? Is the <laughs> gift just, hey, I'm here, and I spent a lot of money to get here? Or is there still, you know... For, for us, it would probably be different, but what, what's the obligation on that front? Um, well, I, I think Valley and I, well, I don't think, like, he's one of my friends, so um, he knows, and then his wife and my uh, girlfriend, they're really tight, so uh, we'll get him something in Arizona. We didn't want to travel with anything, and it was probably a good thing we didn't since my suitcase didn't arrive, so. <laughs> uh, good point. Very good yeah, point. Yeah, um, I think it's just more, like, having your presence there and um, celebrating them. It means a lot to them, obviously, and it means a lot to us to be invited, so... Um, you know, those are friendships that uh, you cherish and that will last beyond hockey. Okay, yeah, so PD obviously is spending more money on wedding gifts than we would in that situation. Yep. Great. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well, let's transition um, to some hockey talk. And before we get to the Coyotes and all of that, um, just you were a, a former UND player. Yep, um, Yeah, and AC, uh, ASU just joined the NCHC, or they will next season. Um, do you have any thoughts on, on ASU joining that conference and just – you know, for a college player being a part of that conference. Yeah, it's obviously exciting. Like um, when I committed to North Dakota, they were still in the WCHA, so the NCHC wasn't a thing. And then going in as a freshman, that was the first year of that league. So um, I know the whole landscape of college hockey changed at that time. Obviously, the Big Ten created their league and the NCHC created our league. So uh, we took a lot of pride in um just in playing that league, having really good programs be a part of it and making sure that it was one of the top leagues in the in the nation. And we prided ourselves on that. And um, if you want to get into it, I think the statistics speak for itself with the past national championships since that occurred. And um, Duluth won twice, Denver's won, I won it with North Dakota. Um, so there's been a lot of success. So for Arizona to get invited, uh, it's a huge testament to their program, what they've done up to this point. So it's exciting for Arizona hockey in general. Yeah, five of the past seven national champions have come from that conference, so clearly they're doing something right. It'll be a, it'll be a big step up for ASU. They're going to have to really up their game. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, another thing before we get to hockey. Um, you're currently raising money for Diabetes Canada. I'll let you speak on this, what your connection is to this cause and what, what you hope to accomplish, Troy. Yeah, I lost my dad in 2020 on uh, Father's Day, unfortunately, uh, to diabetes complications, so... 
um, is something that's, you know, close and dear to my heart. And, um, I tried to like starting a golf tournament uh, years back and just COVID, it was too difficult trying to get people to attend and, um, uh, with all the restrictions. So, um, uh, now that everything's, you know, kind of back to normal lifestyle that it used to be, I figured I'd kind of change avenues and there's so many local NHL players in the Vancouver area. Um, and it seems like we all kind of skate in small little groups around the lower mainland, whether you guys might not understand, but there's Vancouver, Delta, Burnaby, North Van, mm-hmm. West Van. Um, so just to, you know, kind of bring everybody together for a one week camp, um, at the end of August to prepare for training camp, I think would be beneficial for everybody. And then at the same time, you know, obviously trying to raise money for diabetes Canada, which is close to me. So, um, we have a link out there, um, that I think you guys have already provided to yep, the fans in the chat right now. If you want to send a, send a donation, it's greatly appreciated. And, um, yeah, it's, it'd mean a lot to me and, um, that's all I really have to say. I, I get emotional still at times talking about it, and um, mm. that's just a part of life. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, we want to talk a little bit about your decision to come back here. And, and when I spoke to you by phone after you signed, you delivered probably the the quote of the summer for the Coyotes. I, I, I know they loved hearing that. Um, clearly, there's, there's some issues to be resolved here in Arizona, most notably with the arena. And the outside perspective is what it is on the Coyotes. You said uh, when I talked to you that you had sort of that same perspective until you got here and then things changed a little bit. So maybe you can dive into all that again, what you learned from your experience here in Arizona and why that made you so comfortable coming back here again. Uh, I mean, I could touch on so many different avenues that I enjoyed and I know everybody on our team enjoys, but they're like the fan market i know like we play in mullet we don't have the largest arena and then obviously when i was playing on other teams going to glendale there wasn't you know that many seats and or fans in the seats so um you obviously think it might not be a hockey market then you get down here and they're packing mullet you see the support um practicing at the ice then you see how big like minor hockey is and how much it's grown in the valley and then on the other side of it, like what Bears done with Mar and Mads and uh, the coaching staff and the culture they've created and the expectations that they hold with the standard. Uh, it's just something you want to be a part of as a player. And um, I know we don't interact often with the management group, but I really think Bill's done a really good job in bringing in like, some better players every single year. And um, progressively, I think it's going in the right direction. And um, it's just a great place to live. It's a great place to play hockey. Um, and last but not least, like it's, there's so many good guys on the team and, um, I know it's tough, like it's a team sport, but I think once you get to this level, some people or some players are, you know, kind of focused on their individual careers and they should to a certain extent, but, um, there's that team aspect in Arizona where, uh, it's kind of something I've never felt before, at least at this level. And, um, it's a lot of fun to be on a team like that where everybody cares about each other and everybody cares about each other's success and wants the best for everybody. So. Uh, it was just like a hard decision not to say no. Uh, it was a kind of a no brainer for me to want to come back. Awesome. Well, I think one of the the themes of this off season, as we've seen with you coming back with Bukestad coming back with Jason Zucker coming into the picture, Alex Kerfoot, um, it it feels like the team's going to take a little bit of a step forward next year. Just from your mind, what's, what are your realistic expectations for this season for the Coyotes? Um, well, for me, like, like as a player, you obviously want to win the Stanley Cup and you want to make the playoffs. And um, I know people might like kind of going back to the quote I had earlier, where you know 
you don't really understand it until you're a part of it. But if we can take that next step and fight for a playoff spot, then I think we're doing the right things. And uh, I don't see why there should be a reason that we wouldn't do that. Um, and it's great that we brought in all the, these new players that are, you know, at, at a different caliber and have a different pedigree and are super good players in this league. But at the same time, it's one thing to say, it's another thing to show up and actually do it and put it in the work. So, um, the onus is on us players to come in every day, make sure that we're putting our best foot forward. And I think if everybody does that as a collective group, that's how you take the next step. And um, that's what this organization is trying to do is take that next step. And, um, you know, as a player in this league, I, w- I want to be a part of that group and try to help them. So we talked about that as a team and the focus of the team. And I think this team is better, again, we'll say on paper than they were a year ago. Let's talk about your personal situation here. You look at a year ago, this is a team that coming into camp, Jacob Chikrin, Gostas Bear, Nemeth, a little bit older, more experienced defensive core. Now you're looking, Jersey's coming in, Mosier, Valamaki, they're still young guys. So now you look around the room and you're that veteran presence. Does your role change at all this season versus what you came into last year in Phoenix? Um, I don't think so. Maybe a little bit with um, the on-ice performance. Um, I mean, you touched on it, like Ghost and Chick were such, you know, high-profile players in this league and, you know, offensively super gifted. So I think naturally, as myself, being a player that wants to play every night, I had to adjust into a different role that I may have not played in on other teams in years past. And I took a lot of pride in playing, you know, solid defensively trying to like match up against some of the top lines and taking a lot of pride on the pk and um once i got traded to calgary i was kind of shifting into a different role and my offensive numbers kind of jumped up so i think my on ice performance might and my role might be a little bit different just based on personnel but as far as you know being myself and how i'm going to interact with guys in the locker room i'm just going to continue to be myself and i think that's what you would want you don't want leaders that are going to be fake uh you want leaders to be themselves and um there's different ways to lead. I think, you know, you look at Kells, um, he's probably the most high profile player in Arizona. He's not very vocal, but he leads by example on the ice every single night and you know how skilled he is with his work ethic on the ice and in the games. And um, there's just different ways you can lead. And um, I'll just do my part however they ask me to. I have one question to follow up with Calgary. You, you got an opportunity to go to a team that's got to make it trying to make a run in the playoffs and you get those games that are important late in the season. Um, and you have a different energy than you did here. Clearly not you personally, but it's different. It's different playing games that matter at the end of the year. We said the same thing to Nick Bugstead. Do you think you can take that experience that you got at Calgary at the end of the year and, and playing in meaningful games and help bring some of that intensity environment here to Arizona? I would definitely hope so, but um, I think it's easier said than done. Um, you got to remember and understand that there's it's an 82-game season. Like, it's so long, and you're going to go through ups and flows, and you're going to have high points and low points. So uh, more than anything, I think teams that do make the playoffs and teams that are really successful, they're super consistent. Um, and it seems like they can, you know, work through their you know peaks and valleys um, to a lot better extent than some of the lower-end teams. So for us, you know, hopefully we can just – you know, trend in the right direction constantly and not go through these lull stretches, stretches throughout the season. One last question before we let you go, Troy. What's what's the rest of the summer hold for you? Um, what what are your plans and when will you be down in Arizona? And by the way, I would recommend it's not anytime soon. Yeah, given the weather we're yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to stay here in Vancouver. Um, 
keep training and skating Monday to Friday. I've actually been with this group since uh, grade eight in high school. Wow. Mm-hmm. The wow. same trainer, same group of guys. And it's funny, there's six of us that are in the NHL now. And if you would have asked us back in grade eight if that would be the case, we'd all probably say no. So uh, I'll just stay here locally at home, spend some time with my friends and family, make sure I'm putting my best foot forward on in the weight room and on the ice, and then uh, try to get on the golf courses much as I can and then uh, I'll be back down in Arizona September 4th and um, getting ready to go to Australia so I'm super excited. All right. Well, that's Troy from Richmond. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us, Troy from Richmond. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, thank you. Man, well, thank you to Troy, Troy Stetcher for joining us. Um, man, he he's has some good quotes in there. He's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's unbelievable. September 4th, too. There's a wise man there. Still yeah, hot, like, though. No point in coming down here anytime soon. Oh, buddy. But he's, he's definitely on that Arizona Coyotes Chamber of Commerce. Like, here he is. Selling the program. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. man. Well, we also did drop the uh, link to donate to Diabetes Canada um, for Troy Stetcher. Charity that he mentioned. So if you're able to donate or give or just even share the link, um, please do so um, if, if you're able. Any any other no- notes on Troy Stetcher before we? You know, it's just I think he fits the mold of what this team is trying to do, and I, and I think that's more by I know we talked about the size of this team and they're trying to be bigger and stronger. One thing Stetch does is he plays like he's big and strong, right? Like he plays like like he's he plays like he's six foot five. The kid competes really hard. He goes into battles that you think he's outmanned and outgunned and outsized, and some somehow he's able to come out with that puck. He defends well with his stick, and he doesn't hurt you on the offensive side either. I think he's a the guy they're going to have to rely on more. He's going to have to do more. He's going to have to eat more minutes than he did a year ago just because we said some of the guys are going to be out of the lineup. Um, he does have the heart and the desire of a player that Andre Turney wants to have on the ice. So I think it's, it's it speaks volumes that he came back, yeah. and I think he is going to be one of those guys that this team leans on when they're leading late in the game. I think they're going to look to Troy Stetcher to help protect that lead. Mm. Yeah, I also really like what he said about the team element here. I feel like it's a theme that we've heard again and again and again from all the players we talked to about how special this group is. And I know it's kind of cliche, but I think he articulated it really well when he said there's some people who are just focused on themselves and this is the most team mindset at this team level. that he's ever been a part of in the NHL and he's that's you know, amazing to hear yeah, yeah he's he's played for you know a handful of teams it's not like he's only been with two in his career I just thought that was a, a huge testament to this locker room and mm-hmm. the culture that exists here for the players hats off to the coach for part of that yeah. amen but also to Bill Armstrong for getting the right kind of people in the room yeah. because right. it only takes one or two it might get you the sixth pick instead of the first pick in the draft but it's true. You're, for your you're, culture that, going forward, hundred yeah. percent right. That could you could we'll get see you how ten much more that matters, goals. Right? It might matter down the road. Exactly. That they they instilled this get sort of culture. Get good people. Yep. Get yep. good people. Good people. Yeah. It makes a big difference in creating a culture like this. Yep. It's fantastic. Well, when Stutch makes the journey down from BC to Arizona, he'll have many circle Ks to yes. stop. Uh, along the way and as he gets further south it will heat up so uh, on all those circle k stops for gas uh, i hope he goes and grabs a polar pop uh, inside because that will cool you down and right now you can buy power raids at, at circle k four for five dollars and you can be entered to be one of 10 finalists to win a 2023 ford big ben bronco suv really so you can just buy some power raids and possibly win a car i think I that's mean, where sean and shane are right now yeah they are probably uh- out of Circle K, they're on their way to Vegas for a Pac-12 
Media Day, so follow along, um, PHNX Sun Devils and PHNX Wildcats for more on that. But make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff Circle K has to offer right now. You can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Um, I cannot believe he lost his suitcase like to go to Europe to a wedding. That is awful. Like, still I, doesn't have it. Still doesn't have awful. it back. Like that's I lost brutal. my suitcase for like three hours coming back from Nashville yes. on the way home. Like NBD. Losing it going to Europe. And they still don't know what it is. Oi. Oi. Right. Oi. Um, but so if he's missing any sunglasses. You know where you can get new ones? Shady Rays. Shady, Shady Rays. Rays, Troy, listen. You can buy multiple pairs and then make sure even if you lose a pair, you still have your other pair, um, and especially it looked a little cloudy and overcast in Vancouver as it usually is, but here in AZ, gotta, gotta have the sunnies um, and shady rays. They are awesome. And you can have a different color with every outfit. Yeah, like they have so many different yeah. colors of so Fit many different fashion. styles. Yeah, and he wears sunglasses a lot when he yes. walks in, shady like his rays. walk-in shots. Listen, I'm going to send him the link. I'm yep. going to send him the promo code um, because exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs. So you can get multiple um, pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. I'm going to throw it to Craig for our final segment of the show. Yeah, we talk a lot about community here at PHNX and the PHNX Coyotes community. We know is a tightly knit group. Um, a bunch of them came with us to Nashville. We have fans on multiple continents. I know fans in Australia, in Asia, in Europe, in South America, and of course in North America. Part of community is supporting each other, right, in in times of need. And so I want to give a shout out to Michael Kolosinski and his fiance Marta, who are in Poland. And I've known Michael a while. I've been on a couple of his podcasts. Um, Marta, I don't want to get too in-depth. Uh, let Michael discuss that maybe uh, in, in the chat if he wants to. But Marta's battled a couple brain tumors. She's She just beat the second one, and now she's going to go through preventative radiotherapy. So just to give you a little bit of detail, the last time we talked on his podcast, she was coming off her first surgery. Since then, she's had a skull bone infection, which led to the removal of a part of her skull and replacing it with an artificial part. Then the tumor came back two months ago and she had another surgery. Now she'll have to undergo what they call the lamps to make sure this does not come back yet again. She's been through a lot. She's never complained about anything, Michael says. And so we want to give her a shout out today. Hopefully put a smile on Marta's face. The entire PHNX community is behind you, Marta. This is what it's all about. You got this. And Marta, you're a Coyotes fan. You're used to going That's through literally. struggles yeah. and coming out the other side. Yeah. That's what we do. So you got this for sure. I saw the, the Kachina head on your hat. I, I, as a Coyote fan, you're used to struggles and coming out the other side much better and stronger. Yeah. So we wish you the best. Yeah. We're, we're thinking of you, Marta, scratching and clawing. That's kind of what comes to mind um, and anything that we can do to support you and your family um, through this time. We are here for you always. So the PHNX community is behind you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and, and speaking of which, if you want to join our family, um, become a diehard, join our discord as well. Um, we're, we're always supporting each other. There, it, 
there's you know some deep conversations in the discord there's some lighthearted ones but it's a great place to come together as a community so become a diehard today um, so you can join that family and, and get 20% off merch and events and access to Craig's diehard only pieces. There's one coming, coming today, today on Josh Dome. Yep. There it is. Um, anyway, before we wrap up here today, um, the, we've been I've been trying to push through, but like they're watching the D-backs game at the more furniture <laughs> recliners. And like there's been some yelling. Thank God we weren't live during that home, home run, run because you would have heard it like on yes. our mics screaming. Um baseball it's fun the d-backs are fun and they are fun to bet on you can catch pd and jacob on phnx bets daily oh my god watch the ratings soar at noon today on the phnx sports youtube channel um so head over there at noon to get pd and jacob's baseball bets um there's tons of stuff to bet on on the bet mgm sportsbook app and if you haven't signed up for the app yet make sure you use the bonus code phnx when you do, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. I just want to address Tim's question or point in the the chat. We need a GoFundMe page for Marta. I will reach out and find out if there is something. And if we do get something, we will we will put it uh, on the Discord. Yeah. Okay. And, and on tomorrow's show. And on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, yep. It's our, it's our uh, community. Patrick Brown, speaking of Coyote's community, <laughs> is joining our show live tomorrow jokes. in studio. I don't know if he's down because he has three young kids at home, but I might be drinking a Four Peaks beer. It's oh, Friday. I will be for sure. Friday, Friday beers, if you will. Friday. Yeah, it, it's Friday. He um, better bring it. <laughs> and I don't mean bring the beer, although he could bring the beer, but we have plenty we have of Four plenty. Peaks here. Should I bring my beer funnel that I used at Four Peaks for Patrick? <laughs> we make Patrick, his, his wife's gonna tune in at 11 a.m. like with the three kids at home. Hey buddy, with three kids Patrick. at home, you'll be ready for a beer. Uh, at 11 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll get you an Uber home, Patrick. Yes. Oh boy, we got to make sure the the fridge is stocked with wows. Um, you can check out Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. Yes. I'm going up north this weekend. I'm going to the store tonight to buy some wows and peach ales, my favorite. Um, you can also check out the A Street Pub. Great food there as well so you can check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery must be 21 or older to drink four peaks please drink responsibly all right anything uh before we get out of here no, i'm ready for friday fun day me too let's go yeah dad jokes more dad jokes yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fun for me i'm just kidding i love it um thank you again to St troy stetcher for joining us today um appreciate his time thank you all for being here in the chat Hit the like button on this video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on audio and you haven't left us a review, go and do so. I actually went and read some of them yesterday, and I appreciate everybody's kind words there as well. Aw, Marta is literally crying right now. Thank you so much, Marta. We 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 love you. We're cheering for you. This is your this is your fan base. Like we are cheering one pack. for you. Yeah, Hashtag one, one pack. pack. Hashtag one pack. Hashtag scratching yep. and clawing. It's yep. the Coyotes' way. So. 
we we appreciate you all um and yeah it, it's a, this is a great family and we're so grateful to be a part of it um like we mentioned we'll be live again tomorrow at 11 so join us live monday through friday at 11 a.m all throughout the off season um so subscribe to the ph and exports youtube channel you can follow us on twitter at craig s morgan at leah merrill at s peter's hockey at jacob underscore franklin four and the show at phnx underscore coyotes enjoy the rest of your thursday everybody and we will see you all tomorrow for friday fun day